0: Today on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank gosh, it's Friday! Audio producer Ivana Martinez joins me to round up the news of the week in our beloved city. Plus, newsletter writer Terina Ria is here to help you plan your weekend. It's Friday, September 2nd, 2022. I'm Emily Means, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Ivana Martinez, it's you and me today. That's right, Emily.
1: (laughs) So excited you're here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday as, you know, that famous Rebecca Black song goes.
0: (laughs) As that Rebecca Black song goes, it's Friday, Friday. Gotta Gotta get down, down Friday. Friday. (laughs) Um, So we're here doing the news roundup because our host, Ali Vallarta, is somewhere.
1: Where in the world is Ali Vallarta? You know, I like to think that she's like in Ibiza with Paris Hilton hosting a DJ party. <laughs> I, that's, I can see it's like a very Ali thing to do.
0: She may very well be there. I was kind of thinking she and the Ninth and Ninth Whale, um, you know, rode into the sunset together or something. Oh, Lulu? Yeah, I think that yeah. too. I think she maybe she's doing that. <laughs> Lulu, the Ninth and Ninth Whale. Only time will tell where Ali Vallarta is. All right, let's get to some news. We've always got Great Salt Lake news, it feels like. Uh, I would say the crisis at the Great Salt Lake is the biggest news story uh, probably
1: of the rest of our lives. I don't think that's hyperbole. No, I don't think so. I think the Great Salt Lake is taking a great (laughs) impact in our lives. And if you're not paying attention, if it's not on your mind, it probably should be.
0: You probably should be. Okay. So, the newest news about the Great Salt Lake is a rowing crew has announced it's suspending their activities on the Great Salt Lake because of how low the lake levels are. And Axios had a really good breakdown of this story. This is the first time this has happened for the Great Salt Lake rowing team during the 20 years they've been meeting. That's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, we see the impacts of. The crisis at the lake in so many ways. I think the biggest ones are the en- environmental impacts that we're experiencing with dust storms and these migratory birds that aren't having a great time at the lake when, when they once did. Mm-hmm. Um, but also recreation. Recreation is a really big one. And, you know, these, these rowers can't even get their boats out there because the lake levels are so low. I think that perfectly illustrates the problem that we're that we're having at the lake.
1: Yeah, you can't row 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 your boat out in the Great Salt Lake. What I what, what are these people going to do? This is a great sport also. It's a great workout. But, you know, there's a lot of environmental concerns and there's a lot of coverage out there if you want to go dive into that deep mess of a potential environmental climate disaster
0: yeah it's not really a deep mess at this point it's kind of a a very shallow mess but um (laughs) i will just highlight the reporting from uh the great salt lake collaborative it is a bunch of newsrooms and nonprofits that have come together to highlight solutions for the crisis at the great salt lake citycast is a member of the collaborative so go check out their reporting if you're interested not only in um Wallowing in the terror of the crisis at the lake, but also looking at possible possible things we can do
1: to fix it. That's right. And here's another environmental story for for your Friday roundup. The Utah Department of Transportation has decided to back a gondola in Little Cottonwood Canyon to address traffic problems. You know, it's been a really hot topic for a lot of people in the Salt Lake area, this gondola. It's made the news. It's gotten a lot of controversy. Basically, it would start from the fancy French restaurant, Lekai, and go to Alta and Snowbird. I'm not a skier, but I've heard the horrors of this traffic congestion that happens every winter. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Do you know the traffic congestion issues? Okay. To be honest, I'm not a skier either. But even when you're not skiing, like say you're – I'm a leaf peeper personally. So, <laughs> you know, once the leaves change uh, up Little Cottonwood Canyon, it's it's breathtaking. But just to get up that canyon during that season, and that's not even like peak traffic. Yeah. It's a disaster.
1: It's – yeah, you, you're right. It does get really gorgeous up there. I love – a little, little drive up the canyon. But yeah, it, it's so much worse in the winter. I think my friend took me up once and there was a long, long line. But here, here's the thing. There were alternatives like more buses with wider roads. And let me tell you, this, this gondola is not cheap. We're looking about... Half a billion dollars on this thing, like Ooh. that's a lot. That's not some pocket change that you've got. And there's a lot of questions about how this will be funded because that's not decided yet. Back when I reported in on this issue, in the back in the day, back in our little back journal, in our reporting days, back in our reporting days, a lot of people didn't want this gondola, and a lot of people still don't want this gondola. We've got climbers who are mad about how it'll impact their experience in nature. We've got. Leadership from Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson, who is a huge opponent of this gondola. And we've also got Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, who's worried about how the gondola will impact the watershed, which reasonable concern. We're all worried about water in this drought that we're living in.
0: We're all downstream from uh, from this watershed.
1: And then you've got questions of how this will be funded because UDOT doesn't know. Do you know, Emily, how this will be funded?
0: I don't know. I guess I'll fund it. Um, No, the legislature will probably be involved in this. Um, I saw that reporting from Fox 13's Ben Winslow. There will probably also be some federal dollars at play here. And then I think there's a question about how private entities will get involved in this. It can be argued that this gondola will heavily benefit the ski resorts at the top of the canyon, Alta and Snowbird, like you mentioned. Um so whether they'll chip in any funding to make it happen, I think we don't know yet. So yeah. But this project is like years down the road still, Ivana.
1: Well yeah. And then in the meantime, the Department of Transportation will do enhanced bus service. But also like you mentioned, like we don't know if these private entities, what that'll look like but if you've got some strong thoughts, there is a public comment period going on for the gondola for the environmental, the final environmental review, because this this decision came following their latest one. So that's open until October 17th. If you want to go pray your thoughts, say what you will go pray on it, <laughs> pray on it.
0: Well, one thing that's really interesting to me about this, um, you mentioned that while we're still waiting on this gondola, you know, to be built and functioning, will be enhancing bus service up the canyon, which was the alternative already. So I guess I don't understand why we wouldn't just do that thing.
1: That was a question that I had, I wasn't really sure it didn't make sense to me, because it seems like they're trying this out this like, almost um,
0: they're they're testing the waters a little bit I don't know maybe they actually don't want the gondola I don't know maybe they're like this is my conspiracy theory they're gonna <laughs> the gondola will take so long to make in the meantime they're gonna have enhanced bus service which was pretty much the plan anyway and it's gonna work so well that they'll just be like well I guess we don't really need the gondola
1: I guess we I don't, don't need that it's a theory I guess we don't need that half a billion spent. I don't know yeah lots of questions we'll see how this plays out but if you can use public transportation I guess
0: if you're riding public transit today it's actually free um, as as a way to help clear the air to incentivize you to get out of your car so definitely try out try out a new bus route today all right speaking of other transportation woes Train crossings. We have some of them here in the city. And uh, people who live and work on the west side of Salt Lake, on the other side of the railroad lines, are just tired of waiting for trains to pass by. So basically, you either get stuck at a railroad crossing for like 30 minutes to to like two hours, depending on how long the train is. Or you have to find a way around the train, which isn't very safe.
1: Oh my um, Ivana, goodness. have you
0: have you experienced anything like this
1: before? The most frustrating thing, yes. I used to work on the west side. I used to work in an elementary school when I was in college, and I had to book it from the University of Utah all the way to the Glendale neighborhood. And it's already a drive over there, right? But then you're running late. You're trying to make time. You're running on very little time, and then you get stuck in this thing, boom, boom. A train you're like i got kids to teach i got i gotta go teach the kids of america how to read and i can't do that now because i'm stuck behind this train for 40 minutes at that point you're just like i'm so sorry the first lesson's not going to happen today
0: yeah sorry your kids won't learn how to read today <laughs> because i'm stuck behind this train
1: exactly and i feel for those people who are commuting from the west side to the east side and vice versa because it is a nightmare
0: this is one of those issues that like further demonstrates the inequities from East side to West side on the East side of Salt Lake. We don't, we don't deal with that. Yeah. You know, you might get stuck behind a tracks train every now and then, but they take all of 10 seconds to get past. Um, another impact of these trains is the sound and the noise and the disruption to mm-hmm. the neighborhoods. So city council member Alejandro Puy is actually looking at putting cameras at train crossings so people can look and see if there's a train before they leave their house. I don't know like how, I don't know if that really solves the problem. Yeah, I guess it helps you plan in the moment, but like if you have to get somewhere, I mean, you got to get somewhere.
1: Yeah. Like if you're trying to make the commute, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a solution. It's, it's a helpful alternative, but also are we just putting a bandage on this problem? Should be looking at other things.
0: They are. They're looking at some other options: um, bridges and tunnels. Also, apparently, you can lower the train by digging a train trench. Mm-hmm. This has been done other places, and then you still have to build a bridge over it. Oh goodness! Um, but it looks like the city is uh, looking at some sort of funding to explore solutions. They're also working with the rail companies in town. Um, one thought that I was having, though, we already know that the west side of Salt Lake will be disproportionately impacted by the inland port in many, mm. many ways. Yep. Um, environmental impacts, uh, kind of going back to all that dirty air we're breathing with the Great Salt Lake, and then some. <laughs> but won't there be even more trains in this area when the inland port is up and running? Probably. Just a thought.
1: Just a little thought. Yeah. I remembered speaking to John Larson. He's the transportation director for Salt Lake City. And he said, this is the biggest issue of my career. Then you have bridging that issue with these trains. I don't know. Have you been impacted? Let us know.
0: Have you been stuck behind a train on the west side? Probably. Most likely. All right, Ivana, one more piece of news I'm going to leave y'all with. The Salt Lake City Council approved a 4.9% property tax increase this week. That will look like around $131-ish per year on the median-priced home in Salt Lake, which is around $520,000. And this is something Mayor Mendenhall asked for in her budget proposal this spring. It will go towards probably funding more city employees to address increased demand for city services. So mm-hmm. just a just a note, you'll f- see that in your property tax bill. Guess what? It's the freaking weekend. And we have a very special guest here today to help us celebrate our newsletter writer Therina Ria. Hi, Terina. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Well, I'm so glad to have you because we are talking events. We love a Salt Lake City event.
2: Yes, I feel very Bill Hader as Stefan doing Salt Lake City's (gasps) hottest events. I promise I won't do an accent the whole time, but it's going to be very hard. I love it. But also, they are the hottest events because this has got to be like the hottest week of the year. Welcome to the heat dome, baby. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, if you are trying to beat the heat... This Saturday is National Cinema Day, so Whoa. there's going to be a bunch of movie theaters that are doing three dollar tickets all day. Um, but I suggest if you can support local, um, Brewies is always a great one to get a little love boozy Brovies. movie time in. And um, I love the Broadway Cinema um, Center Cinemas because they have the the best concessions. I love a Kinder Bueno. They have a, a popcorn bar with a, a variety of seasonings. <laughs> wow. Oh what, what is your go-to concessions for movies? Oh,
0: boy. It's absolutely a whole entire pack of red vines and a whole entire bag of popcorn.
1: That sounds delicious. Yes. That's it. <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Doesn't sound That's safe, actually. I yeah. feel like there's <laughs> oh, like some you. red food dye in those red vines. We don't need to talk about it. But <laughs> okay. they taste great. They're great.
2: Yeah, they taste like crayons. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also this weekend is the the Urban Arts Festival at the Gateway. So there's going to be a big artist market. There's live mural paintings. Um, I'm not a car expert, but there are lowriders there. Oh, cool. Which I'm sure you've seen them around town. There are these decked out like vintage cars that are um, – they have hydraulics. Mm. I think is the I system so. that makes them yeah. bounce. Yeah. And so they'll they'll have um a car hop
1: contest to see who can do the the highest what? hop. I'm trying to go, go and join in. Who can hop the most? Maybe that's where Ali is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you see Ali Viarta oh. at the car hopping contest, please let us know. Keep an eye out. Keep an riders. eye out. That's really cool. I haven't been to the Urban Arts Festival in a long time. I think I saw one of my favorite metal bands, local metal bands, Magda Vega. They're a classic here in Salt Lake. They'll be playing at the Urban Arts Festival. So uh, check that out. Get a little bit of moshing in.
2: Oh, fun. In the heat. Yeah, moshing <laughs> sweaty in the bodies. heat. It's
0: good. It's good for you. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like a cleanse. Um, also, this weekend, uh, the um, Alibi Bar is having um, their fourth anniversary end of summer celebration. I was talking to Vani yesterday about Alibi, and if Alibi was a person, I feel like they would have very by wife energy, and I think that's all that you need to know about Alibi. Okay. I think,
0: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we'll leave it there. I th- also great plants. Does that play into the by-wife energy?
2: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) It's like the green. Beautiful cocktails. Uh Okay. I love that. Just very lush. But yeah, they're going to have burgers, music, a great way to to dance the weekend away. Because this weekend is also the last open streets, um, which is uh, where where they close off a section of downtown Salt Lake uh, for the summer weekends. And so this weekend is the last for that. And Alibi is one of the bars there.
0: I've really enjoyed the Open Streets program. Um, basically, all of Main Street from 4th South to, I think, South Temple is blocked off to cars. It might not be all the way to South Temple, but pretty close, you know, where all of the downtown bars are. So it, it's really nice to not have to worry about, um, you know, falling into the street and getting hit by a car. I'm just saying it's really nice. Maybe we could always have open streets. Hint, hint.
2: Exactly, especially, yeah, on a night out. <laughs> nudge, nudge. It's just one less thing you have to worry about.
0: Exactly, exactly.
2: Um, can I be so indulgent and plug one one more thing?
0: Oh, absolutely. I,
2: I talked about it in the newsletter. So this weekend is Polynesian Days Festival at Thanksgiving Point in Lehigh. Um, and the Jets are performing. They're this classic 80s band, not to be confused with the Jets of West Side Story or the football team. Um, but if you've never heard of them you should watch the music video you've got it all it's like the most 80s thing that you have ever seen they just have mullets galore uh, mile-high teased bangs um, a saxophone solo it's it's beautiful I really think mullets
0: galore would be a good name for a band too but um, Tadina, what's your connection to the Jets did you grow up listening to them?
2: I did. I, I had a little cassette tape that we would play um, all the time. And um, I hope that they play this song called Jackie's Friend. It's also such a, a classic. You should go and request it. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, <laughs> play it. Remember Jackie's Friend? Oh, <laughs>
0: Tadina, <targets run. laughs> thanks so much for sharing those with us. Lots to do this weekend in and around Salt Lake. And um, and if you're looking for more events and just want to know more about the city, check out our newsletter. Tadina writes it. It's in your inbox every single morning. And you can subscribe at saltlake.citycast.fm all right y'all uh mm-hmm. that's it for us have a great weekend ivana martinez terina ria thanks so much for joining me today it was a pleasure thanks emily thanks
2: emily bye
0: that's all for us today on citycast salt lake our host is ali Viarta. our producer is ivana martinez our newsletter editor is Tedina Ria, and our lead producer is me, Emily Means. We also had help from the amazingly talented Lizzie Goldsmith this week. Music is by the local band Mitochondria and All the Kimonos. Have a great weekend.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Welcome to my YouTube tutorial.
0: <laughs> Here's how you remove your earbud. Okay.